of your promotion possibilities, you know. So you have to know how to make videos, which is not an easy thing to do. I've, I've actually got a, a system now which is really working That's out good. very well. So I use video sampling. Whereas I take samples of videos from YouTube and then I, I knit them together into my own into my own video. And quite successfully. I think so. Yeah, it's it's actually going very well. I mean, uh, now I'm getting quite a lot of views on my video. I started off getting 30 or 40 views, but the last video I did uh, was 10,000, 11,000. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's impressive. Because so it, 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 I work, I promote it a lot as well. You know, so I do a lot of. Uh, I do a lot of Facebook ads and YouTube ads as well to promote it. Um, uh, so yeah, but I mean, being an independent musician now, you have to know a lot of things. It's not just not playing and singing playing. anymore. You've got to know a lot of technical stuff and know how to market on social media. You know, it's it's a really important aspect. So that keeps me busy 24 hours a day almost, <laughs> you know. And then playing live at the moment, that's not happening. But um, right. and rehearsing, you know. So it's a full-time job. For sure. Yeah, as you know. <laughs> I, well, I've never done music full-time. Mm. I always have a bunch of other things to keep yeah. me busy, yeah. which is why it's taking a little longer to get uh, my music off the ground. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think if you really want to, if you really want to make money at it, you've got to do it. Yeah, you've got to do it full-time because when I say full-time, I mean that's going to be your primary job. Is that? It's going to be into yeah. your lifestyle. Yeah, you got to live it, really. I mean, I remember back in the 70s and in the 80s, uh, my, my great friend Chris Turner, who's a friend of mine, he, he said that, and I'll always remember that, he said, to, to do anything, you've got to live it. If you don't live it, then you're never going to be. You're never going to be good at it if you don't live it. Right. It's very true. Very true. So. Good advice. Yeah, it is, actually, yeah. <laughs> but it's difficult, you know. Yeah. Difficult making a, a, a salary out of music, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, well, I, I've done many things in my life actually, but apart from music, I even when I was younger, I was a lumberjack and I've been a driver. Uh, yes, I, so if I, we talk about now, yes, David Sweetlow now in yeah. Hokkaido. Yeah. How'd you get here? So, of course, you're from England. Well, a, I'm not actually from. I am. I was born in England, but okay. I've actually haven't lived there since 1992. Oh, I haven't lived right. in the UK since. So I really most of my life, most of my adult life, I spent in Spain, in okay. Barcelona. Okay. And uh, I worked. Um, I worked as a producer there with a, another guy who's mega, mega successful now, Mr. Julio Corvino. He's a very successful producer now. We started. A, we started off together really, mm. you know, and um, I, 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 I got married there and, uh, and my life sort of went another way, you know, yes. in the end, but uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I lived there most of my life, so I feel kind of half Spanish, really, yeah. more than, yeah, not totally English, but a bit of a weird situation. I think so. 23 years I lived in Barcelona, so I have a very, uh, a big attachment there, especially to the Catalan independence movement, movement mm. and stuff, you know, I still... I still feel very strongly about that. But, uh, and how much is your music influenced by Spanish culture? Uh, probably zero, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Zero, because I, I, I never really. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm still Anglo-Saxon, and yeah. I was brought up in a, in a. I was brought up with rock and roll, so I started off playing in uh, rock and roll bands, and then moved up to kind of punk, and then new wave, and then got into 
I went through the 80s with a, a new wave band and uh, well actually with power pop but, uh, but <laughs> yeah I, now they were called Yen believe it or not we all sing yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fellow members all said you taken the Japanese thing a bit too far, you know, <laughs> <laughs> coming to Hokkaido and, and, and uh, I've been in a band called Yen for about 10 years, mm. you know, yeah. weird. But um, <clears throat> where were we? Well, I tried to fill up Spain. a just had a glider moment, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> did, you, did you go to America as well for a uh, Yeah, I did, I went to Louisiana uh, for three months and uh, yeah, had a, had a thing there for a little while. And, um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that period, and that's when I kind of got into country music for a little while. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I do see some a bit of influence in your music now. Yeah, I listen to your music all night last night on Spotify. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> a bit of folk, a bit of country. Yeah, I mean, it started off very country, and uh, I did get into that for a little while, but I, got, I found it a little bit restricting right. in the end because. Uh, the country music, country music parameters are, are very small, so if you start incorporating like a little bit of synth and stuff in there, they they won't play it. They won't play it. They don't like it. So, and I'm I'm not American. I don't have a. I mean, I'm, I don't have a country voice really. You know, I don't have that. I could put it on, but you know, it's not it's not authentic. So. Um, I kind of moved away from it a bit, but I did enjoy it, and I, you know, I wrote quite a lot of country songs. But in the end, I thought, no, I, I, I just want to, I want to do what, what comes to. out, you yes. know. And over the over the years now, over these five, six years of writing and producing here, I, I, my style has really developed into something I think is kind of unique now. I hope, you know, yeah. with this. Kind of smooth. I kind of this smooth vocals and yeah. lots of layered vocals and uh, and I I think kind of a beautiful sounding beautiful sounds yeah, in yeah. music like it's, flute it's and relaxing and guitar yeah and and, and relaxing yeah now I'm not a punk rocker anymore so yeah <laughs> you really have kind of gone in this very ethereal relaxing yeah. style music and you've yeah. been working with a Japanese yeah I work a lot lately. Yeah, well, not lately, actually, for almost two years now. Um, okay. She, Carol Yenta, she's a quite a well-known classical flutist here in um, here in Sapporo in Hokkaido, and uh, she's uh, she's an amazing uh, lady. Actually, she's uh, she's one of the, the most incredible musician I've ever met, to be honest. You know, because uh, she's classically trained. She's trained in uh, Paris, actually, and. Um, but she can she can busk it with the best, you know. I mean, I, I literally I give her a track that's already finished, and I say, you know, just enjoy, it, you know, just enjoy playing with it. And I give her a little bit of direction, but uh, she comes to my studio and she's probably there for two hours, and she just adds magic, you know, does her magic. And she doesn't speak much English, and I don't speak hardly any Japanese, and we get on like a house on fire, you know. And, uh, She's great, you know, I love her to bits and uh, I'll always, she's always happy to do sessions for me and uh, I'm just feeling, thank you Carol, I'm very lucky, you know. I love what she did on this recent track that she released, uh, The Plane Stop Flying. Yeah, she did that in about 30 minutes, just wow. two tracks and, and then I edit, I, I, I edit the bits that she's done, so I mean, there is a, there is, I mean I have quite a lot of input in what she does yes. in that sense, you know, but I mean, I can't take away her play. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. When did you write that song? 
Um, well, you mean the planes stopped yeah. flying? Um, I probably started it about a month ago. Um, uh, you know, because of the whole situation, you're always, as a writer, you're always sitting there thinking, well, what's what's relevant? What's relevant? What's happening in your life? You know, and I just I found that this guitar riff, you know, mm -hmm. the, the start of it, and then. Um, I don't know, I, may have, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I was watching the news or I saw the aeroplane. I thought, oh, the plane stopped flying. It just, and then the song came. And then I thought, okay, well, this is, I wanted this to reflect a little bit of my life in Spain and the whole Mediterranean area. And at that time, it was really bad in Italy. People were dying in outside life. So I kind of added the little bit of the plane stopped flying to Rome. So I thought that was a. But I mean, it's just a, the song is just a social comment. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a social comment song. I've written a, two or three like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually I write kind of breakup songs. Yes, <laughs> which is what I like. But uh, yeah. I like I like kind of breakup songs, you know. And, uh, but uh, no, I mean, sometimes I do social comment as well. It just depends what's what's going on, you know. And I think a lot of songwriters now I've seen on Spotify, especially the. Lots of playlists now talk about the quarantine playlist or the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And that. you've really gained a following on Spotify as well. How many plays do you have at last count? Um what, streams? Yeah. I think now six hundred thousand streams wow. I've got on eleven thousand. But the the monthly listeners changes all the time. So yeah. sometimes it can be scar. I think the most I had was twenty thousand, that was a few months ago. Now I'm about eleven thousand, but uh, but that's again, that's work. That's just promotion. You know, right. I guess I, I use promotion companies to to put me onto playlists for a month or for four days or something. You have to pay for that. You know, you pay for it. They put you on a list for three days. You, you clock up ten thousand plays or something, and then they take you off. You know, that's how it works. It's just the same as back in the old days with the radio when you pay a radio plugger to go in and then. You'd go around the country getting you on playlists, you know, and you'd be there. It's the same system, nothing's changed. It's just uh, now it's streaming, but before it used to be radio, and actually radio is a lot more difficult. Yeah. A lot more difficult than, than now. It's easy just to go online, go to the website, you, know, you say, yeah, I'll pay $50, put me on a playlist for a week, you know, and off you go. But that's, it is work, you know, it's, you can't just put a, a song on Spotify. And, I think it's going to start clocking up plays because it won't. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work it, like that. It yeah. seems like you've gotten some good strategies and you're having mm. traction. It's really awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the strategies come with time and, and working at it, investigating how to do it. I mean, two years ago, I, did, I was on Spotify. So. Yeah. Um, nice. yeah, and the distribution company helps you a lot. I'm on a distribution company called Distro Kid. And they're very helpful actually about giving you advice on how to how to get your music around. Um, and, and they're fantastic, you know, they get you on all the major all the major um, uh, stores, online stores, Amazon, Visa, all these places. So I mean that's almost uh, I think they're about twenty dollars a year, so it's money really well spent, right. yeah. you know, to get your to get your music. Sounding like a music class now, sorry. <laughs> Well, that's really interesting. No, it is, and that's yeah. what, um, for this show, anything goes, Hokkaido, mm. even if you just have an interest in coming here mm. and you have something to do with Japan, I feel that's enough for 
Well, one of my uh, one thing, I would really like to to uh, do um, like classes to younger musicians um, to teach them how to do all this, you know, because I think younger musicians uh, don't have a, I haven't got a clue. Really, haven't got a clue what to do. And uh, yeah, I, I, I would really enjoy that, but unfortunately, I can't speak Japanese. So here, it's a bit difficult. But if I if I could do that, I would really enjoy to do that. I could give a lot of advice to, to young people mm -hmm. who I see, um, you know. For sure. Well, okay, listeners, if you are able to work with um, English and Japanese and would be interested in collaborating with David on yeah, definitely. music mm. lessons for young and young at heart, because yeah. I could learn something from that. Yeah, not actually, not exactly music, but um, how to how to, how to market. Yeah, how to market your music. Such, yeah. yeah, yeah, social media. So uh, back to our. Topic, the only one we really have on the show, which is Hokkaido. Yeah. You've been here five or five and a half years. Yeah. Um, what do you love about being here? Uh, well, uh, apart from my wife, of course. <laughs> That's so, important. Yeah. That's lovely important. Woman, lovely woman. <laughs> um, no, I suppose uh, the number one thing I, I love about Hokkaido is the skiing. So oh, I, love, yeah. I love the winter here, especially. Um, I like the I like the climate. I like the four different seasons here. Um, what else? I, the food, of course. Yeah. The food's great. Um, I like the city of Sapporo because it's so diverse. There's so much to do here. I live almost in the centre, so uh, I can walk and go to thousands of different restaurants or cinema or anything. You know. Yes. I really enjoy that. That's good. I really enjoy Sapporo. I like Sapporo. Right. Yeah. So, for the last few years, you have hosted a really nice event in spring at mm. Nakajima Park. <laughs> I think well, yeah, this year. Yeah, I think this year. The Hanami party. Yeah, the yeah. Hanami Sakura yeah. cherry blossom viewing yeah. party. And it's usually tons of musicians or, or fans of yours. Well, not really fans. Not really. Well, a couple. A couple, yeah. Couple <laughs> of fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's always been a lot of fun to so. do that. Yeah, we do that. Uh, actually, my wife Emmy, uh, she organises that every every year usually, and uh, it's go it's grown over the past yeah. four or five years. It really has. That we've done it, but uh, yeah, we're really sad we can't do it this year actually. But uh, we can't. I mean, we're going to have a, a little Okinawa party on our on our balcony, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, that's it. It's well, one of my first time in Sapporo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and okay, last, so yeah, last cherry blossom season. I was working in Kiro. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? yeah, during Golden Week. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, so this is the plan for our podcast, um, mm. and I've seen other people doing this down south where the cherry blossoms have already begun and finished. Yeah. Mm. We will try and when either of us are out, yeah. live stream as we do our social distancing according to Hokkaido rules. Um, mm. Try and give some live streaming of the cherry blossoms, maybe walking through the park. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, but if you happen to take your walks near Nakajima and you want to tag us yeah, and yeah, go online for or, sure, or upload yeah, some yeah. video, we'll yeah, try yeah. and do virtual Hanami viewing in yeah. a safe way for all our friends who cannot come up here yeah. for party. I might, I might still have a Hanami party this <laughs> You're month. such a rule breaker. <laughs> I'm Australian. Yes. Is that the reason? No, is, it, is it not allowed now? That, uh, is it officially, sure, but it's just is it officially banned now to have... I know a lot of parks in other places have like said no events. Like, well, normally a lot of places will have vendors mm. or making it like a big 
thing, and so that's all been shut down. Oh, okay. But a lot of people still are going out and gathering and maybe wearing masks or trying to be listen. But you know, there's always a balance to freedom. Yeah. Hokkaido, we officially out of our emergency state, so there's really nothing to stop us but common sense. Um, so, well, so well. I think it's okay as <laughs> is then, if you decide to do it. And then you see it. me next week out in the park somewhere, having a party in the park somewhere. <laughs> Well, I yeah, yeah, I don't know if this is relevant, but I read that uh, in the Japanese constitution that the government is not allowed, they don't have the power to close down private enterprise. So uh, I know in the UK, and I'm not sure in America, but in the UK the government, we, the British, we don't have a constitution, we have an unwritten constitution. So the government can do what they like, yeah. but I think in Japan that uh, they don't, it's written in the constitution that they they, they're not allowed to interfere with private enterprise at a government level. So, so they they can't actually obligate private enterprise to, to close. Mm -hmm. So they can use peer pressure, obviously. But, uh, Which works very effectively in the culture So anyway, please, if you are listening to the podcast or watching and you think that we are being cavalier about the social distancing thing, Hokkaido's no. in a different, we're trying our best. Um, <laughs> We chose a place that would be a bit empty today as well, but we want to continue to support businesses. So this is freaky, coffee, freaky wardrobe coffee, um, very nice place. Yeah. And you've performed here before. Yeah, uh, about uh, actually, it must have been it must have been in January before before it got serious. I think. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I think so. yeah. And I walked past here um, going to support factory, which is next door. So it's really nice central location. Yeah. Here and. Uh, notice the sign that says, oh, are you freaky, <laughs> on the front. It's interesting, yeah. It's a wacky yeah. place, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah, wacky building. Wacky, but it's, it's retro and very cool. Yeah. And coffee, it's great. How's the tea? Tea. <laughs> tea. <laughs> Hot. Your latte. It's, yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> See, I know what to get. Yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. I'm, not really, I'm not a fan of that fancy type of person. I want to try tapioca. I've never tried that. You know, this, oh, really? Yeah, this new really? drink everyone's drinking. What is it? What is it exactly? It's tapioca. It's like rice. Oh, it's a kind it's of starch, maybe like color. a potato. Oh, it's really sweet. Oh, is it? Well, the drinks are usually sweet, but tapioca itself is kind of flavorless. It gives a bit of sweetness. Because I, I know the old-fashioned tapioca. You know, you had it. What you don't? Really, uh, you don't remember? No, I don't. Know. Tapioca pudding. <laughs> you said tapioca. You know, I tapioca pudding back in the. Yeah. <laughs> everyone thought it was disgusting, I but I actually liked it. it. Yeah, I loved it. it I liked it, but it's texture. not that. No, it's just no. the tapioca pieces, the uh, bigger, usually bigger ones yeah. for the bubble tea. Uh, of course. 
I'm a, I'm a total Nomi Hodai fan. Oh, yeah, it's like always. Oh, Nomi Hodai, thank you. Let's bring that into our Japanese yeah. language section real quick. Mm. What is a Nomi Hodai? Oh, um, well, it's a system they have in, uh, in Japan, I suppose in Japan, I don't know, in the rest of China, but in Hokkaido at least, that uh, many of the isakayas, which is like, for those who don't know what an isakaya is, like a pub. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, the, the pubs here are, are, are usually kind of restaurants, but uh, you can order a, like what they call a party plan, uh, usually for two hours. And during that two hours, you pay a fixed price, uh, uh, and you can drink all you like in that of anything in that in those two hours. So you can drink beer, whiskey. Uh, some some places do liqueurs as well. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, just Three. depends on the place, but it's drink all you can. So it's like a two-hour binge drinking session, <laughs> which for it's Western two people... Two hours where we get to waste the first week. Yeah, for Western yeah. people it's great, because we, we can handle our, our alcohol, and unfortunately, usually, Asian people can't. This is a genetic problem that they have. So, yeah. so they make money out of you guys, but out of us, they don't make any money. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't make any money from me, and I'll be drinking. We got. I met uh, two of them. Uh, we we did a gig in a, a small club uh, called the Blue Lagoon, I think, okay. down in Adora. And uh, they they said, okay, one thousand yen, nomi hodai for the musicians. And uh, that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and it was unlimited. There was no time limit. That's so just with the musicians. Place. That's even worse. We drank the place dry. And they banned <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, they, they banned, banned us. Yeah, never again. Wow. That was a shit party. Okay, yeah. yeah. We've got fans. <laughs> uh, is MJ Productions. Yeah, here it's in Hokkaido. A, it does a lot of the events. So yeah, we perform together. It's usually it's a great, It's a great guy, a great friend of mine. And, right. uh, he does a lot of promotion work here at the moment. He's uh, having a really hard time. So Yeah, right now with the music and entertainment industry kind of on lockdown, mm. um, we were chatting the other day. In fact, mm. it was his recommendation that brought us to this cafe because mm. I said we're looking for places that we can come in and showcase uh, really cool venues and also just have a nice change of view for our audience. And this is one of the first places he mentioned and I knew you had performed here and yeah. I had wanted to come in. So yeah. He's actually got a, a great idea which is gonna, he's gonna use a, a venue in the audience to do live streaming uh, events. Right. Which That's is good. not the same as when you're doing it at home or in a rehearsal room. I do that a lot now is videos up online and me rehearsing because I still want to I still want to perform live, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's the only way you can do it now. And uh, but he had an idea of actually renting a renting a, 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 a Spanish local, sorry, uh, a Location? place, yes, yeah. uh, and uh, and doing a live streaming concert from there. Right. right. So we I set yeah, it, like so. a, in a good, you know, professional way, not just good. Yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah, yeah. me too. So yeah. I hope maybe we can. Yeah. Be on the stage. Yeah, I think he's got one. Again. He's got one set up for the 29th of uh, April. There might be a slot there. You know. Yeah, he asked me originally it, yeah. when it was still going to be like a public event. I felt it was mm. kind of too soon mm. um, with all of this mess happening. But if it's going to be streaming online, no, it's going to be. Empty, then I'm in. It's going to be a streaming thing. And I think, I think another yeah, one first sure. second week of May. Yeah, exactly the same place. I think. Yeah, XYZ. Yeah. Hmm? Is it X? It's a place called uh, Understanding. Oh, Understanding, yeah. 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 performed there. In, um, in Sustino. Yeah. In January as well, before all this happened. Yeah, yeah. I think he's there. I think he's going to do it from there. Um, yeah, Understanding is a pretty new venue, so yeah. they're 
hit really hard with all this. So. Yeah, and I like it there because it's a smoky, dingy kind of dark vibe, which I like. <laughs> it was nice. It was, yeah. it was a pretty cool vibe. So yeah. We hope to be broadcasting that and uh, giving mm. you details on that soon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. April 29th? April 29th, I think, is the date for that. So we'll post links and everything. We'll have to upload this before April 29th then. Well, yeah, actually, so I'm queuing this whatever Monday. This is going to be our fourth episode, I uh -huh. think. We're going to move that to the fifth. Uh, oh, that's... Because I think it's, cause it's, it's still timely for the Sakura that we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of early, because we talked a lot about Hanami, and that's yeah. still early for Hokkaido, so I think we're going to switch up the order. Okay. I, I saw you had a hundred subscribers now, so well done, you know. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I think that's on Facebook, right? Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still yeah. still trying to get there on YouTube. YouTube's but, uh, but tricky. We have 100 views, no? Oh, we have yeah. like 150 or okay. more from yesterday for our first video, I think. Yeah. YouTube's um, tricky because uh, Facebook's really good because you can boost. You can boost your, you know, so you can. Yeah, YouTube, so you can I spent in your audience. And I then... spent 800 yen hosting <laughs> our first uh, episode on, on Facebook, Instagram, just yeah. to see how it went. I really yeah. didn't check to see if we got much traction or not. Mm. But, um, Did you boost it just in Hokkaido? Obviously. Actually, no. I, I think I went a bit more worldwide. Oh, this. okay. Um, yeah, you should try to boost it in Hokkaido because it, it's, it's aimed at Hokkaido. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. about Hokkaido aimed at the world. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but for sure, we really want. Yeah. YouTube has like their own algorithm, so yeah. it's sort of hard to. YouTube is more, more tricky actually. Yeah. You have to use professional people to do that, yeah. to, to, to get your numbers up. You, it's difficult to do it yourself. Um, you can take out YouTube ads, which is a good idea, but then, again, that's quite complicated. But, uh, yeah. Well, David, I look forward to you having some of your wisdom about how to promote as a musician mm. and work the current systems mm. um, come out. Let us know if you do videos or. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I won't be doing any. I'm not going to be doing any marketing type videos because I just don't have time to do that. Um, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not. I don't really like teaching. I mean, I do like everybody here. I do a little bit of English teaching as well, but it's not something I. You know, I actually don't like it. It's just no. a, it's, yeah. you know, you have to do it, uh, it's one way, if you're a, a musician, you have to diversify a little bit, but, exactly, yeah, but, uh, Diversification, but, yeah. like, the definition Yeah, you're, of the, it. you're the queen of diversification, you know, you do lots of, but, yeah. um, no, the, uh, the, um, the music thing is, is, I'm really interested in, in producing, that's what I'd like to do, I'm not interested in. Okay, we need to start talking about you producing a number or two of mine again. Mm, oh, well, I've told you many times. I would, I, 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 you know, I'm happy to have a go, you know. Okay. Okay, that song I gave you before. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll work on that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to so, have a go. So. Speaking of songs, mm. so you have brought your guitar yeah, today. Yeah, do you want me to... Can we get you to play us a little number? Yeah, I'll do my, um, my latest. Located next to Sapporo Factory, Freaky Wardrobe Coffee is one of the most unique places you're going to find to get a cup of joe in Sapporo City. It's a totally different vibe as soon as you step inside. From their vinyl collection, cool music, furnishings, and own fashion brand, you're sure to find something you love. 
This retro shop has a light lunch menu and crafts some really whimsical coffee drinks and sweets combinations with popular Japanese candies like the Apollo Latte, Takenoko, and Kinoko Lattes. They all look amazing, but the creme brulee latte is my personal favorite. Check out their Instagram feed at freaky.wardrobe.coffee or their webpage freakywardrobecoffee.com for the latest news, menu items, and events. The store will be closed from April 25th through May 6th during the Golden Week holidays. Check out their Instagram feed at freaky.wardrobe.coffee or their webpage freakywardrobecoffee.com. As always, they offer a wide variety of takeout so don't be afraid to pop in and grab your coffee to go. In season, <clears throat> non-coronavirus, this is also a live music and event space where you can enjoy performances by local artists like Million Seller singer-songwriter and producer David Sweetlow.
Which is a, nice. a step up, so you'll see. Hopefully, they'll get a bit better 
better, better editing. Something for us to start to so for the Anything Goes Hokkaido video podcast. Basically, we are a podcast, but since we can't take video, this is what we do. And it's shoestring budget. We decided to operate on things we already have, not spending any extra money. So uh, all the editing so far has been done on iMovie, on oh. my iPhone. On your iPhone? Everything uh-huh. has been done that because uh, it's a little faster than getting on something that takes a lot of rendering time. Yeah, I mean iMovie on, on the Mac is, is much easier. I'm not generally. a Mac user. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, like yeah. 95% of the world on PC. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, so I don't, anyway. I don't like <laughs> Anyway, David, thank you so You're much welcome. for the live music. Yeah. We're excited to have you on the program and yeah. we hope Good luck with the podcast. Thank you. Great very idea. Much. <laughs> um, we're having a lot of fun with this. And if you have questions, ideas, topics, know someone that should be on our show or would like to be on it yourself, please contact us at anythinggoeshokkaido at gmail.com. Instagram and Twitter also at anythinggoeshokkaido. David, how can people reach you? Uh, well, uh, please go to my website, davidsweetlow.com. Uh, you can contact me on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Yeah. So easy. Just put in David Sweetlow, Sweetlow in Google. Right. Same thing for us. If you <laughs> Google anything goes Hokkaido, the first thing that is popping up currently is our YouTube videos, which is awesome. Mm. And uh, if you want to reach me, I'm Delena Music on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Delena. Live. Also, my YouTube channel is Delaney Live and Shinya. People can reach you. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Edit yes. him out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can find me wherever. Really. Instagram. 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 I mean, we'll probably see David later, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure David will be back. Uh, for the sake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So. Are we doing that at the share house or going out? Uh, or, like, well, there's, a, there's like... a place near here that's really famous for like a lot of sake tasting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get in the camera, but there's so. a place near here that's do sake tasting stuff. Like mm-hmm. we could go there, try a few local. That sounds nice. Sake. I like local sake. Maybe come back to the share house and drink more sake. I'm not sure, but yeah, it should be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. This is Anything Goes Hokkaido. We will be back again next week. Until then, shtake. Ciao. Okay, good. Big thanks to everyone who made this episode of the Anything Goes Hokkaido video podcast possible. Please check out David Sweetlow on Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube, and be sure to subscribe. And check out our Patreon campaign where you can become a business sponsor or a super fan and get exclusive access to new material. We're going to be updating a lot of stuff. It's going to be so cool. Thank you for watching and please subscribe.